Welcome to Ask Bo, where we take a deep dive into your lives. My name is Bo Sanchez, here to guide you so that you can live a happy and blessed life. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ask Bo. This is Bo Sanchez, and I will try to answer hard questions in this podcast. And today, I am going to answer a letter sender saying, I'm anxious that I'll sin again. I want to change the name of the person who's answering, who's asking the question. Let's call her... Therese and good morning, Brother Bo, she says, I've had an anxiety attack from time to time, and this has just started recently. I believe that only God can heal this, but as I am continuing my journey, but po kaya mabigat ang feeling ko. I am enlightened po sa mga kasalanan po na hindi dapat gawin through reading the Bible, and I felt uneasy. Parang nagkaka-anxiety ako kung magkakasala ako. Every action that I do, I overthink kung kasalanan po ba yun o hindi. How do you also live a Christian life while also desiring to become more successful? Therese, thank you so much for your letter. And your letter contains two questions and I'm going to try to answer both of them. The first one is this. You say that you have an anxiety attack. And one of the things that's very interesting for me is that usually an anxiety attack is about your health. Usually it's about money. Usually it's about what other people will say. But your anxiety attack is rather unique because it comes when you are overthinking about kasalanan kaya ang gagawin ko, kasalanan kaya ang gagawin ko, baka hindi, sana hindi. And so it's almost like, and according to your words, every action that I do, I overthink kung kasalanan ba o hindi. And this is what, what religious leaders, uh, teachers call scrupulosity of conscience. Usually it is when someone is overthinking. Um, scrupulous conscience. You know, it's so good to have a healthy conscience. I always tell people, matakot tayo pag wala tayong konsyensya. <laughs> and there are people, manhid na ang konsyensya. And when that happens, um, that person does something wrong and will not even be aware na may, may, gana, may ginagawa siyang kasalanan. My dear Therese, your problem is the total opposite. Scrupulosity of conscience is... Yung isang tao na bawat galaw niya, bawat kilos niya, bawat salita niya, you are thinking, naku baka mali, naku baka ayaw ni Lord, naku, you know, and if you live like that, number one, that is not what God wants for you. And number two, it's, it's not anymore a question of, you know, am I doing something wrong? And, and no, but the Christian life is a life of joy and a life of love. And usually somebody with a scrupulous conscience, because that person does not experience God's love in his life, anong klaseng love ang ibibigay mo sa mga tao? So, you know, following God is not about not sinning. Following God is about loving Him and loving your 
neighbor. And so if your whole attention is so focused on, concentrated on not sinning, you will not have the energy to serve others and love God in the persons, in the people around you. And so let me, let me share with you a prayer that you can pray. Here's, here it is. Lord, help me see you in a better way. Your image of God, Therese, needs to change. Because I think for a lot of people, the way they look at God is he is a God who has this long beard, scowl in his face, has a notebook in front of him. He's holding a pen and he's seated on a white throne, a pretty serious looking dude. <laughs> and then he is writing down all your mistakes. And we think that God is like that. Our picture of God is a God who sees our wrong, sees our sin, shakes, the, shakes his head, and he says, Naku, ano ba naman? Naku, hi, naku, what, what can I, lagi nagkakamali, lagi nagkakat, naku, ang sama-sama talaga ng, ng taong ito. You know, we imagine God to be like that. Can I say to you right now that that kind of image of God has been very predominant in many, many people who led us in church. And maybe this kind of picture has been, oh gosh, flowed into the teachings of some preachers. And we need to divest ourselves of this picture. We need to get rid of this image and really ask God, Lord, help me see you. In a better way. Ibig sabihin, Lord, change my image, my picture of you. Can I give you an analogy and also an invitation? I am a father of two boys. And, you know, when they were growing up, and even to this day, now that they're 22 and 17, but especially when they were young, they made a lot of mistakes. They failed me in many, many ways. And you know what? It because, it's because of their immaturity. And, and it's natural. They, they were young boys growing up, not knowing this and not knowing that. But as a father who cared for them and who loved them, whenever I thought of them, whenever I saw them, I didn't always think of their mistakes. I didn't think primarily of their failures. I just saw them as my sons. They were my boys. They were miracles to me, not mistakes. <laughs> and they were amazing and fantastic and wonderful. Of course. And yes, I, I do you know, tell them, oh, anak. You know, let, let's say they, they, they do something wrong. I, I actually correct them and I, and I tell them, anak, you're, you're more than this. You, you know, let's say they acted with selfishness. I would talk to them and set them aside and I'd say, anak, you're, you're much better than this. You know, and, and, and when I think about them, I do not think of their mistakes or their failures or their sins. I think of them as my sons. Why am I sharing this to you? If I, a human being 
who, who is prone to so many failures and mistakes. If I, you know, with all my weaknesses, can think of my sons in this way, do you think our God can also think of us in this way? My dear Therese, when God looks at you, God looks at you with joy. God looks at you with delight. Pag iniisip ka ng Diyos, He thinks of you as His daughter. And He celebrates the fact that He is the father of this beautiful, wonderful woman. And so, I speak to you. You need to ask God, ask God, Lord, help me see you in a better way. I want you to imagine God, when He looks at you, He smiles. Ngiting-ngiti, sobra. Tapos lumulukso yung puso niya sa galak. His heart is overflowing with joy. When He looks at you, He celebrates who you are. And so, because you know that God loves you so much, you want to live for Him. You want to live your life for God. And you consecrate your day to Him. Tapos lahat ng actions mo, your words mo, you, you offer it to Him. So it's no longer out of fear. Uy, makamagkakasala ako. No, no, it's, it's not anymore out of fear. It's now because you have been loved. And you cannot help but love Him back. Because you, you, you really receive the unconditional love of God for you. So, let me answer your second question, which is also very interesting. How do you also live the Christian life while also desiring to become more successful? Therese, there are two kinds of success in this world. Success from doing evil and success from doing good. So it is your choice. What kind of success do you want? Kasi totoo naman eh. May mga tao sa mundo, they do evil and they're very selfish. Tapos they're so gifted and they're so intelligent. They use their, their intelligence and their giftedness to actually become very wealthy. And, you know, along the way, they step on people and they, <laughs> they destroy others, but they become great in, in, in terms of possessions, etc. Um, you don't want that. I don't want that. There is another kind of success. It's more long-term. It is success from doing good. And how? Four steps. Very important steps. Number one, grow as much as you can. Keep on growing, keep on growing, keep on developing your craft. Keep on looking at the gifts that God has given you and make yourself better in those skills. So that's number one. Number two, serve as much as you can. With the gifts that God has given you and that you're developing, that you've grown, give it as a gift to the people that God sends you to. There are people in your life right now 
that are in need of a blessing, that are in need of God's love. And you can serve them with your gifts as an accountant, as a speaker, as a counselor, as somebody who can do admin, as somebody who can do engineering, as somebody who can, you know, whatever gift you have, whatever passions and gifts that you have, proficiencies that you have, develop them. That's step number one. Grow as much as you can. Number two, serve as much as you can. Here's number three. Earn as much as you can. If you can monetize the gifts that you give, not immediately, but over time, over time, you'll be able to monetize the gifts that you give to the world. And then when you're able to monetize it, earn as much as you can. Why? Because you're not doing this for yourself, which is step four. Give as much as you can. You give and you help and you share. Basta blines ka ni Lord, i-bless mo yung ibang tao. That's the idea of a happy life. So let me review. Step one, grow as much as you can. Step two, serve as much as you can. Number three, earn as much as you can. And number four, give as much as you can. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. And continue to guide every person that I'm praying with. Thank you, Lord God, that you will remove, get rid of these distorted pictures and images of, of you in the hearts and in the minds of your followers. Help us see you in a better way. Help us see your love your kindness, your generosity, and help us to love you back because of your unconditional love. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Yay! Thank you so much, my dearest dearest friends, for joining me here in this podcast. It is a joy, and I pray for more blessing and grace for you. Please do share this podcast to as many people as possible. And yes, recommend it. Recommend it to others. And I will see you in our next episode. God bless you. <music>